All right, 62 degrees right now at the Bartlett Performing Arts Center. Got a nice breeze coming off Appling Lake. Hope you guys are doing well. Hope your commute into the office today has been a good one. I'm Todd Starnes here with Ben Dieter. Want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker Line? Great to have with us uh, an American patriot. He is running for mayor of Memphis, currently on the Memphis City Council, Frank Colvett Jr. Frank, hope things are going good for you today. I tell you, they're going great, Todd, but this weather just can't be beat. I mean, it's awesome. No Chamber of Commerce weather, Frank Colvett. Uh, I was telling people, even the criminals uh, seem to be enjoying the weather, so crime down a little bit over the weekend. So we'll take what we can get. Every time, every way, my friend. Hey, Frank, before we jump into uh, some crime news here, and we know there's a big meeting tonight uh, over at Perkins, uh, folks concerned about uh, crime. I, I want to get the latest on Memphis in May and this ongoing battle between uh, the parks and uh, and the the event itself. What what can you tell us? Well, uh, okay. Obviously, every everybody I'm sure is aware of the 61 million that's been that's been spent getting Tom Lee Park updated and ready to go for uh, the season and and for everybody to enjoy. Memphis in May, uh, and I've said this before, um, they've really drugged their feet on this one. Uh, it, it, not in a good way at all, uh, to the tune that uh, almost obstructionist, Todd, to be blunt with you. Uh, the mediation agreement, as far as I understand, was nailed down uh, Friday. But then I'm told now all of a sudden Memphis in May is, is arguing about something else on, uh, I think it's escrow money problem you run into, Todd, and the bottom line is always the bottom line. We need Memphis and May to go ahead and sign. The park is ready for them. It will be ready for them. It can accommodate everything they've asked for. I don't understand why Memphis and May has not signed it, but uh, we're rolling forward and assuming that we're going to have a festival, uh, you know, heck or high water. Now, the Daily Memphian is, is reporting that the, the, the negotiated deal between Memphis River Parks and Memphis and May could force the taxpayers to pick up the tab of up to a half a million dollars in damages. Is that accurate reporting? Yes, sir. Uh, here, it, think of it this way. When you rent a hotel room uh, or you lease an apartment, if you break something, you're going to pay for it. Well, it's the same when you lease uh, a public park. Uh, Memphis and May was really hedging and saying that they had a lot of troubles, um, a lot of different troubles. So the city of Memphis agreed, uh, Mayor Strickland and the council agreed, look, we'll give you up to half a million dollar backstop because, one, Memphis and May has enough money, and two, they have an insurance policy, and three, based on the history of their use of the park, the the, the odds of the, that half a million getting tapped are, are very, very, very low. But, again, we had to do it just so that Memphis and May would be comfortable enough to sign, and sadly, that was like And I don't look, I don't want to be a negative Nancy on all this stuff, Frank. And I love barbecue. I probably love barbecue more than anybody in the uh, city. And if you're watching, uh, you can obviously tell. Uh, But but Frank, my concern and, and, you know, when I was working at Fox News Channel, they would send me down back home to Memphis to cover the festival, which is amazing. But the reality is you can't go down there and eat barbecue. There's you know, it's always muddy. It it just happens to be in the rainy season. So it was always a slog. And there was even a lot of damage to clean up, even when there wasn't anything down there that had already been redeveloped. 
So I'm not sure why, you know, either moving it to, you know, Beale Street or somewhere else in the city, why that was not embraced by everybody and figure out some way to bring even more people into the barbecue festival. Because, again, you would go to the barbecue festival, and if you're hungry, you were going to have to eat a corn dog. Well, and, and that's true. I mean, you really have to know somebody on one of the teams. And, and uh, I, I think if you saw a picture of me now, you, you, you would argue that I like barbecue more than you do. <laughs> um, but Memphis in May, Barbecue Fest has always been on the river. Okay, and we're going to have to do our best to keep it there. That's just, you know, we saw our attendance numbers fall off dramatically when we did it on Tiger Lane. But what Tiger Lane taught us is the load in, load out, the power and the water requirements. Uh, and that's what the new timely is designed to accommodate so that, you know, there's always going to be mud at that time of the year. But in terms of getting you loaded in, loaded out, and the needs that the more modern you know, teams and, and whatnot need, we can accommodate it. Um, I think going forward, I think everybody's going to be really thrilled and happy with the park. And, you know, next stop, Mud Island. I think we need to take a long look at that place, see what we can do with uh, that location. But uh, going forward, though, um, and, I, and I can't emphasize this enough, Todd, I have been extraordinarily disappointed with Memphis in May. Um Every little excuse they come up with, and it's it just—it's almost like they want to—they want to run the clock out and then blame everybody else. I've been very disappointed with that, my friend. Um, yeah, I no, I hear you. I, I hear you. And uh, again, and this really has nothing to do with Memphis and May, but looks like you guys are going to have to rename Riverside Drive, Frank, because I was down there uh, just a couple of days ago. You can't see the river. Because of what they've done, it, it makes no sense, the design of the new park. Well, they had to accommodate and account for several different things. And, it, 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 yeah, this is where a unique perspective, Memphian, comes in. See, actually, I was in construction for 27 years, and one of the first projects I saw was the Tom Lee Park renovation back in 92, 93, 94. And... There were originally, you know, like four or five hundred trees on that construction. I mean, a lot of times I think we all need to remember, you know, it's going to be lush. It's going to be beautiful. But over time, you know, that park gets heavily used and you have to design it not just for the park goer, but also for the festival, but also for the charter, but also for the view. So I think as time goes on. Yes, it's a it's a lot of change to it, but it also draws you into the park to go enjoy the riverfront view. All right, Frank Colvett Jr. on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line this morning wants to be the next mayor of Memphis. Frank, uh, if in fact you are successful, you will have to deal with the crime situation and want to share some breaking news. Around 5.30 this morning, there was a stabbing in the 100 block of North Danny Thomas at Poplar. And we understand at least two people have been sent to the hospital. So crime goes on, Frank. Well, Todd, first things first, when I win the race for mayor, um, we've planned on several things, not the least of which is January 1st, I'll be sworn in, and the senior leadership team will meet uh, literally January 2nd. We're going to work first day within 24 hours, ready to roll. The second thing is, we've you and I talked about it ad nauseum. We need to reach our goal of 2,300 police officers 
absolutely no excuses. We have to get there. But also, as you and I have talked about uh, offline, we need the technology. We've got to invest in the things that can quickly, you know, as, as you know, we cannot, unless you're shooting at us, we don't, per, we don't pursue. But we can put GPS darts on cars and then go get those people that try to run from us at our leisure. We're not using the technology that is available to us to further protect our citizens and catch these bad actors. But the bottom line will always be the bottom line, Todd. I've got to have the police there and the police presence so that, and, and I'll say prayers for those who've got stabbed, but we've got to have the police presence to make sure that if we can't prevent the stabbing, which I don't know that we can, we will catch the person that did it quickly, get them off the streets. They're a danger to others. Uh, yeah, that that sounds great. But you can have five thousand cops out there if you've got if you've got the courts that are sending these people right back out on the streets, which is what's happening. I'm not sure that's got to be frustrating not only to elected leaders but also to these police officers out there. There's no question it's frustrating. Part of the legislative package that we're working on already uh, is pieces that will not only and I think we I saw the numbers the other day. It was like thirty five thousand judicial cases last year, but only 35 of them went to trial. We need to go to our legislature and figure out ways to compel these judges to get off COVID time and to actually do their jobs. I mean, there's a certain point where, you know, yes, I agree with you. We can arrest them all day long, but the judges are just going to let them out. We've got, there's a breakdown there. And we've been researching and working with the legislature to see what we can do by law to compel the judges to act, but also to go to juvenile court and compel them to at least detain these, uh, these almost, sadly, uh, eight, nine, and ten conviction teenagers that obviously are making a career out of breaking into cars. They need to be off the streets. And I'm you know, Todd, you and I are, are have as much compassion as the next person. There's no question. We have as much compassion, but at the end of the day, somebody gets caught the third or fourth or fifth time or tenth or eleventh time breaking into cars. They're probably making that a career. They need to be off the streets. We need to compel the judicial, uh, the juvenile court, to do their job and detain these people. No matter what we've got to do, we've got to make sure that the 12th, 13th, or 14th car doesn't get broken into. Well said. Frank, we're going to leave it there. Where can folks go if they want to get more information about your campaign? FrankColvetteJr.com. All right. Basically my name. There you go. Can't get much easier than that. Frank, always good hearing from you, and good luck out there on the campaign trail. Thank you, Todd. Y'all take care.